Hi, this is Peter Onorati. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson with a reminder that James Dumont of HBO's The Righteous Gemstones will join us later on in the hour. Stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we are happy to start the hour by welcoming Mr. Robert Clohesse, one of the busiest character actors in film and television today. Robert plays New York Police Lieutenant Sid Gormley on Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods, the long-running Friday night police drama that just launched its 10th season this fall on CBS. You've also seen Robert on Oz, Boardwalk Empire, All My Children, Boy Meets World, One of the Boys, Hill Street Blues, and many other films and TV series, and we are very happy that he's taken time off on his day off to talk to us today. Robert Klahesi, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's not only good to have a job, but in this day and age with shorter seasons, both for the network and for cable, which you have a lot of experience working in, you have a lot more flexibility as an actor to, uh, maybe moonlight's not the right word, but you can do more than one things and still be able to, you know, meet your commitments on the network show. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're pretty good about, you know, if you if you get some other job. And I do a lot of small films, and they're good about working it out and letting you get to do them and then come back. Because my schedule's pretty set with, now that I'm with Tom, you know, he back ends a show, mm-hmm. so he does the end of one, beginning of, of another, and then goes back home for week, ten days, so I'll have that time off, too, so works out pretty well. And he's great to work with, and me and um, Gregory and, and Abby, Abigail are smiles on our face every day we go to work because we're so happy we got a job, and a good one. Tom, of course, is Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck is the star of Blue Bloods. Robert Clohesse plays Lieutenant Sid Gormley on Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods airs Friday night at 10 o'clock on CBS. I've never had the pleasure of interviewing Tom on this program, Robert. I did meet him once, very, very briefly, courtesy of our mutual friend Chris Corman. But I've talked to a number of people who have worked with Tom both on Magnum and to a limited degree earlier in his career on Rockford Files. And I understand he's just one of those old school actors who make everybody up and down above the line below in line every member of the cast and crew feel like a member of the family and an important part of the team yeah i and more importantly he's really unselfish in really serving the story and the script Mm -hmm. he really works tremendously hard to make the story as clear and as dramatic as possible so it's less about him, though the, the story, Blue Bloods, is about, you know, from Tom's point of view, it's mm-hmm. Tom's story, but he's more interested in telling the complete story. And he works, I've never worked with anybody who's a leading the show who works as hard as he does to make the show as dramatic and successful as possible. He, he He's over the top. And so it makes us guys have to work to really go in there and do our best and really work on our material prior to going in because he's always going to give his AA game. And so we can't go in any lower than that. So we all work as hard because we know how committed he is to making it a successful show. You talk about how hard Tom Selleck works. The thing about Selleck, just as a viewer, is that he just seems so laid back and so at ease. It doesn't seem like he's working for a minute, but that's, 
you know, I'm not an actor, but I've talked to enough actors to know that when you make it look like it's so easy, that just shows how hard an actor really is working. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly right. You know, everything is pretty well thought out and pretty well invested, and this is not a casual thing. That's not my take on it. He doesn't approach this casually. He really works on it really hard. And the fact is that it looks casual and being thrown away, but it's not that at all. On the line with us is Robert Colhesse. Robert Colhesse star Blue Bloods, Odds, Boardwalk, Empire, Hill Street Blues, and many other films and TV series. Blue Bloods airs Friday nights on CBS. You can follow Robert on Facebook and on Instagram. I understand, and you tell me if I'm wrong, I understand that you did not necessarily set out to become an actor, but you changed your mind about pursuing acting once you enrolled in Rockland Community College in New York? Yeah, what happened was I grew up in a fighting family, so we were fighters. The year senior in high school, I was at Fort of Madison Square Garden. I got hurt. I uh, tore my elbow, ligaments in my elbow, and that kind of knocked me out of it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really, I wasn't a school person, so I didn't, you know, I didn't get into any colleges or anything like that. So I just went to the local community college. I walked into an acting class, basically. This old Yiddish theater actor, uh, Isaiah Sheffer, who's a music creator and a dramatist and writer, and da -da -da, he started this program, and he took me under his wing. And I used to go into the city and uh, help him with uh, sets and lighting and the whole thing. And I think he thought I was going to be like a teamster or something. <laughs> 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 or, you know, or a set builder. Yeah. I said, no, no, I think I, think I want to be an actor, you know. And so we became close and he helped me out and helped me get into SUNY Purchase. And at SUNY Purchase, I did two years of Rockland and then transferred and got into their conservatory, Purchase Conservatory, and then got into it more and more and more. But it's always been kind of a slow burn, and I never really thought I could, you know, make a living at it. But I didn't know what else to do. You know, I was just kind of, <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't have any real commitments about doing anything else. And so uh, I just casually got into the world more and more and more, because nobody in my family's in it, and I didn't have any friends that were in it. So it was all something, a, a path that I kind of paved myself and found my way, and then before you know it, I um, started making a living at it, and one thing led to another, so it occurred that way, you know. Okay, so you were, you were sort of slowly dipping your toes on the shallow end, so to speak, trying to figure out if this is really something you wanted to do. What role, or, or was there any one moment, or, or maybe series of moments, Robert, when you felt, hey, I can do this, and I'm good at this? Well, uh, I'm not sure, but I know that, you know, after I did Hill Street Blues, where I felt really intimidated because all these guys were great, and that was actually my first time I actually was on film, and I, was, I felt really awkward, and I couldn't, <laughs> I didn't know how to do film, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the following year, I did O'Hara. I got a coast, you know, me and old Pat Morita mm -hmm. starred in O'Hara together, and we did that for a season, and I got really close to we became really good friends, and he taught me a lot, but he also had such great joy in acting, and I just, I laughed the whole year shooting that TV show, and uh, had so much fun, 
And I think I thought, wow, this is, wow, I'm starring in a TV show and I'm having fun with somebody. And, and I thought, yeah, I think this is, I think I could, I can make this work. And the fact that you're on a weekly show with an Oscar-nominated actor, a man who had been working in television for 20, 25 years up to that point, but still finding joy in it and still learning his craft, that had to be a great experience for you as a young actor. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. And I think that originally when I got out of school, I was thinking, oh, I wanted to do the theater and everything. I wanted to do theater, and I wanted to be a part of the actor studio because that was where Brando was and all these guys that we so admired. And I auditioned for the actor studio like four times, and they turned me down. I went, oh, man. I guess I'm not, I'm not good enough. And then I went, you know, I studied with Uta Hagen's book, Respect for Acting. That was one of our books that we studied with. I went, oh, I want to go study with Uta Hagen. Mm-hmm. And I auditioned for her twice, and she turned me down. So I went, oh, Lord, I mean, this is, nobody wants me. So I said, forget about it then. You know, I'm, I tried to get in theater groups, they, didn't, they turned me down. So I said, forget about it. I'm just going to try to get a job. So it became, I'm just going to get a job, and I'm not going to, think of myself as anything special or or try to get any awards or anything. I'm just going to try to do it like a working class, which I come from, a working class mentality and just try to get a job. And and so I pursued it kind of like that. And again, I'm not an actor. I just talk to actors on the radio. But it seems to me that if you approach it like that, that's a very realistic approach because all any actor wants, regardless of, you know, how successful or how famous they are, All any actor wants is to work and to work as steadily as possible. And 30 something years later, you're still working and you're still doing something you love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I feel blessed that way. You know, Um, it was uh, my own journey. I kind of made it my own. And so I feel I feel blessed that way. Yeah. And we're blessed to uh, spend a few minutes talking to Robert Clohesse. Robert plays Lieutenant Sid Gormley on Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods airs Friday nights, 10 o'clock on CBS. You can follow Robert on Facebook and on Instagram. You mentioned you tried out for the actor studio early in your career. It seems to me, regardless of whether you are a quote-unquote method actor or not, every actor sort of has a plan to approach whatever character they're playing. Is that the case with you? How do you approach the character you play from show to show? Sometimes it's hard because you don't know exactly where the character's going. You know, you don't know what the writers have in mind for you. So you can only kind of play what you presented this week. And, uh, you know, I just try to be really kind of... um, I hate talking about acting because it's like, um, (laughs) like, I'm not sure what exactly I do. You know, I try to make it real, try to like look somebody in the eye, say my line and mean it, the old Cagney thing, Uh you know, and, um, and I try to listen. I think acting, a big part of acting is listening. And so I try to listen and then I try to breathe while I'm doing that. <laughs> Breathing is real important. Yeah. So if I could breathe while I'm acting and listen well, then usually I could stay in the moment and play the scene well. You want to figure out what the scene's about. Sure. But that's the first thing you do, and everybody does that. You figure it out, and then you have you estimate what you think the scene is about, and then you just try to do 
do those two things, breathe well and listen well. When you go up to work on Blue Bloods, do the writers or the producers, do they give you a broad swath of what the storyline is going to be for the season, or do you only have your sides for that show for that week from week to week? No, I just I just have her from week to week. Yeah, I don't know what they you know what they have in mind. I do know, like when I did Boardwalk Empire, mm-hmm. the second season when it was on, and I did something in the first episode. I estimated that I was going to die. Right? I know <laughs> that was going to So I used to walk around the set going, "Dead man walking, dead man walking," <laughs> and um, Winters. Uh, who created the show, uh-huh. which, you know, was laughing. And on HBO, he would talk about how I made people laugh by, you know, walking around the sets knowing I was going to get killed. But he extended the part, and I got killed at the end of the season, which actually qualified me to be part of the ensemble. And then we went to the SAG Awards, and that year won. So I got in the SAG Award for ensemble for Boardwalk, and I think part of it was... I extended my stay on the show by being a, a good spirit, knowing I was going to die. Yeah, and you made an impression on the showrunner, so it's, they use that. That's I, good. I think he might have killed me earlier, but <laughs> I think I was entertaining him a bit with my uh, knowledge that I knew I was going to get killed. Yeah. Before we forget, our conversation with uh, Robert is courtesy of Chris Corman. Chris Corman, who produces our show, and he is a mutual friend of Robert. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. You know Chris because of his father-in-law, George DiCenzo, right? Yeah, yeah, that's part of it, yeah. yeah. We, me and George worked on uh, Perry Mason together, mm-hmm. one of the Perry Mason movies. We had a fun time doing that. Yeah, in fact, it's been a few years since I've seen it, but I know you had a lot of scenes with George. And you had a lot of scenes with Billy Moses in that one. What I remember most about that movie is George's character, which, when you think about it, is kind of the offbeat type of character that you're more likely to see on a Hill Street Blues because he was a mobster who liked to design fashion for women, but he was very masculine about it. That's right, that's right. He was, a, uh, he was a, like, kind of like a fashion dressmaker. Yeah. And I was the mobster's muscle man or something on the show. Yeah. Uh, and I was like a seamstress assistant. That's yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> to me, there's sort of a fine line because even though it's supposed to be a drama, there was a lot of opportunity for humor for both of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that plays itself. You don't have to comment on that. You know, you have a mobster, I'm his muscle man, and then he makes dresses, and I'm like his seamstress assistant. You just play that, and that in itself is funny. Yeah. If you try to do anything more, then it's not funny, you know? It goes back to what you were saying a little earlier when we were talking about working with Selleck on Blue Bloods, and that's listening, being present in the scene with your acting partner and being true to the material. Right, exactly. Yeah, which is the key to any successful acting. Now, I think you mentioned Brando a little while ago. Right. Uh, if I remember correctly, you worked very briefly with Brando on his last movie, The Score. That's right, I did. And um, I just want to say, I, I love that kid, Clahassi. He's very nice. He's very easy to work with. You know, he's, he's very real. Uh, Brando, uh, actually, you know, I got cut out of the whole film. Uh-huh. The director said that I was the only one to get along with Brando. Yeah. So he sent me my scenes. Cool. The cut scene. Uh-huh. 
But I was just sitting there watching Brando. I mean, I just loved looking at him and doing the scene with him. I was just totally uh, in pig heaven. I would imagine the opportunity to work with a legend, even even though he was near the end of the line. I mean, I understand it was a great experience, and I understand he was very imposing, even though he was 75, 76 at the time. Yeah, he was, I was surprised how powerful he was. Like, when I grabbed him, mm-hmm. he said, don't grab me like that, bring me to you. <laughs> and um, I would grab him, and he said, no, grab me and bring me to you. That's how I realized, I grabbed him, and I realized, wow, he's so freaking powerful he yeah. was so strong and uh, you know i'm not surprised by that because he's such a such a grounded person but i really enjoyed work with him and i it's like a highlight in my life that i got to be able to do that and the highlight of our day is spending a few minutes talking to robert clohesse robert clohesse plays lieutenant sid gormley on blue bloods blue bloods just launched its 10th season friday nights on cbs I'm sure other people have asked you this before, Robert, but the success of Blue Bloods is amazing, considering that it's a Friday night show, and for many years the networks have kind of given up on Friday nights, but you guys have found your audience and you've maintained your audience on Friday nights. What do you think is the appeal of Blue Bloods? Why does it continue to grow its audience? You know, I don't know. I know if I walk around New York and all the different people who come up to me and they love the show, and they really like the character and the whole thing. I think there's a number of things, but I think, number one, Tom, they love Tom Selleck. Mm-hmm. And I think the way he portrays the character, uh, they love. I think they love the family dinner, you know, and I think no matter what culture or race or religion, all of those people can relate to that family dinner. And being able to talk things out, Nowadays, we, <laughs> this ain't a talk-out time in our history, you know. Yeah. People are fighting mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. We're all families are fighting over the whole whatever political climate it is right now. But I think there's a lot of fighting going on and not real talking to each other. And I think people miss families, extended families, sitting around a table once a week and actually talking things out and being with each other. People long for that, miss it. I think that's a big attraction to the show. Final question. Are there any other film projects, plays that you have in the works later this year that you're at liberty to tell our listeners about? Yeah, I mean, I'm shooting a film right now. It's really um, quite good. And I can't talk about it because they made me sign a non-disclosure agreement. Mm -hmm. Everybody makes you sign non-disclosure agreements. I understand. (laughs) I mean, my wife signed the non <laughs> You know, my kids signed the non disclosure. I mean, everybody's, it's all this non disclosure. Yeah. The idea of that is, of course, everything is disclosed these days. Exactly. You know, exactly. Everything's out in the world, and everybody has to sign the non disclosure. But it's called Chemical Hearts, and it's a high school kid film, and it's really the young writer director is really, really, really good. We will look forward to that. In the meantime, Blue Bloods has just launched its 10th season, Friday nights on CBS. You can follow Robert Clahesse on Facebook and on Instagram. Robert Clahesse, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you'll talk to us again one of these days on TV Confidential. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life. But it doesn't have to be. 
and no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Hey there, this is Wink Martindale, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Attention sports fans, now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home with Dish for about 50 bucks a month. Compared to your cable bill, you can save almost $600 a year. Call right now and sign up for Dish and watch every football game you want. With Dish, there are no boxes to pay, plus get free installation as soon as tomorrow if you call now. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch your favorite sports and channels on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Be one of the first 100 orders right now and get a free voice remote. Don't miss a single football game all year long and save a ton of money. Get a free voice remote and free installation as soon as tomorrow. But you gotta call All American Dish right now. 800-296-1251 That's 800-296-1251 Miss the show? We have more than 500 hours of archived editions of TV Confidential available on demand as digital downloads. For more information, go to shop.tvconfidential.net. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious side-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.